0: Truth in History, with Charles A. Jennings. Welcome to Truth in History. Have you ever wondered if our God, our loving, covenant-keeping God, has forsaken His people, Israel? In looking at the political, moral, economic climate of our day, you may wonder what happened to all the great promises in the Bible concerning the restoration, the regathering, and the regeneration of Israel, His covenant people. Have you ever wondered? Well, let me read you a scripture in the book of Micah. Micah chapter 5, verse number 2. But thou Bethlehem Ephrathah, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that is to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from of old, from everlasting. And it was four hundred years before this promise was fulfilled. Approximately four centuries. And then we read in the book of Matthew, now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born? king of the Jews. That's King James language. But I want to put it this way. King of the Judeans, or the king that is born in Judea, as the prophet Micah stated, that he would be born in Judea. But he would never be the king of the Jews. They rejected him. For we have seen his star in the east, and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea. For thus it is written by the prophet, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah art not the least among the princes of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. It does not say that Jesus was coming to rule over Judah. It said that he would be born in Judah, but he would be the king over all of His people Israel, all 13 tribes. So in other words, there was a prophecy given that someday this governor among the nations would rule His people Israel. Well, when that prophecy of Micah was given, where was Israel, the northern house? or Ephraim, as it was called, or the house of Joseph, they were scattered. They were scattered throughout the Assyrian Empire and moving north and west across the Caucasus mountains into northwestern Europe. But it says, the prophet says, and Matthew records that He's going to rule over His people, Israel, not just Judah. So does God keep His promises? Yes. And it was 400 years before the Messiah came, the one that was to rule over His people, Israel. Now, as we go through the book of Matthew, real quick, We find in Matthew chapter number 10, in verse number 5 and 6, 5 and 6, it says, These twelve Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, Go not into the way of the Gentiles, but into any city of the Samaritans, enter ye not but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. In other words, I want you to go to my lost sheep, my scattered sheep. That's where I want you to go. So logically, Jesus is telling us that He knew that the scattered house of Israel were in existence. The people were still in existence, but they were lost or put put away in punishment. And therefore, he says, this is where I want you to go. Also in Matthew 15 and 24, we read these words. Matthew 15, 24, but he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Twice Jesus referred to this scattered house, and he says, "I want you to go there, because that's to whom I am sent." Also in Matthew chapter nine and verse 36, 9:36, the Bible tells us that Jesus went about the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness. But when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion on them, because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. No sheep. No shepherd. But there are sheep. Some people tell us, oh, the, the sheep of the Lord, which is Israel, is no longer. They were amalgamated among the nations. No, Jesus saw sheep. You see, if there's no sheep, there would be no need of a shepherd. But Jesus looked out over that crowd. He knew that some of those people in that crowd were His sheep, and He knew that He was the shepherd. And going to John chapter 10 is... The story that Christ gives us concerning the fact that he is the good shepherd. In John chapter 10, verse 11, 12, he says, I am the good shepherd. You see, if there's no sheep, there's no need for a shepherd. But there are sheep. He said, I am the good shepherd. And those are my sheep. Not all of them that were in the crowd that day were his sheep, but he knew the difference. So if you have sheep, you're going to have a shepherd, and that shepherd is the Lord Jesus Christ. Because it was promised that he would come to his people, and his people had to be in existence, and his people, Israel, are still in existence today. That's why we can pray the Lord is my shepherd. John 10, 11, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. And then verse 14, he says, I am the good shepherd, and know my sheep, and have known of mine. As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring. And they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Now Jesus makes a declarative statement. He makes a prophetic statement. He makes a historical statement. In verse 16, when he said, and other sheep I have, which are not of this fold that were standing before him that day. Because in, in the Matthew, we read, excuse me, he, we read where Jesus said that he looked upon the crowd and they were like sheep without a shepherd. And then he declares himself the shepherd. And he said, there are other sheep I have which are not of this Judean fold. When he was standing there in, we'll say, 31 A.D. in Judea, he says, this is one fold. I have another fold. Where was that other fold? They were in existence. They were scattered throughout the Mediterranean world. They were scattered crossing the Caucasus mountains. They were scattered in northwestern Europe and the British Isles. That was the other fold. And this is what He said concerning that other fold, that scattered house, that scattered fold. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, not I may bring, but I must bring, in other words, to fulfill all the promises of the covenants and the promises of the prophets. Them also I must bring. And He did not say, and they might hear My voice. No, they will. They shall hear My voice. And there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Jesus Christ is making that prophetic statement I am the good shepherd. I give my life for the sheep on Calvary. And I'm going to join the Judah fold, not the Jews, but the house of Judah. I'm going to bring the house of Judah and the scattered house of Israel back together and there shall be one fold. Just one. That's all. Just one fold. Some people today believe that the house of Israel exists, but the Jews is the other house that's still away, that have not been reconciled to Christ. No, the Judah, the, the Judean people the tribe of Judah, the house of Judah, meaning people or family or tribe, they, the true ones, true Judahites and the true Israelites have already been joined by the blood of Jesus Christ. Now that's one scripture that states emphatically that there were other Israelites living at the time of Jesus. Going back to John chapter number 7, John 7 and verse number 28, you know, Jesus cried in the temple saying, ye both know me and you know whence I came and I am not of, come of myself, but he that sent me is true whom ye know not, but I know him for I am from him, and he hath sent me. Then they sought to take him, but no man laid hands on him, because his hour was not yet come. And many of the people believed on him and said, When Christ comes, will he do more miracles than these? The Pharisees heard that the people murmured concerning him, and the Pharisees and the chief priests sent officers to take him. Then said Jesus unto them, Yet a little while am I with you, and then I go unto him that sent me. Ye shall seek me, and shall not find me. Where I am, thither ye cannot come. Then said the Jews, that's the Pharisees, the chief priests, they said this among themselves, Where will he go? That we shall not find him. Will He go unto the dispersed among the nations? Will He go unto the dispersed among the Gentiles and teach the Gentiles or teach the nations? They knew, the Pharisees knew, that there was a scattered house and that scattered house was the northern house of Israel. It must have been common knowledge of the identity and the location of the ten tribes of Israel in that day. But yet preachers has 66 books, and they've never been able to identify true Israel. Well, we go to John chapter 11. That was the second witness. In John chapter 11, and verse number, actually starting with 47, 11, Then gathered the chief priests and the Pharisees a council and said, What do we? For this man doeth miracles. If we let him alone, all men will believe on him. And the Romans shall come and take away our place and nation. And one of them named Caiaphas, being the high priest that same year, said to them, Ye know nothing at all, nor consider that it is expedient for us that one man should die for the people, and that the whole nation perish not. And this spake he not of himself. But being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus should die for the nation, and not for that nation only, Get this. This is witness number three. Caiaphas, the high priest, is saying, Jesus is going to die, and not for that nation only, but that also he should gather together in one, the children of God which are scattered abroad, the scattered house of Israel. Caiaphas knew, why can't we know? Why can't Preachers know, pastors, evangelists, Bible college professors, and Christians at large know where is the scattered house. We, Anglo Saxon, Germanic related people, we were that scattered house. You see, we were. But Caiaphas said that. He's going to gather together in one. He knew the old prophecies. Now, which prophecy was Caiaphas referring to? Well, let's go to Ezekiel 37. And I know these lessons are short, I intentionally make them short and just go straight to the point. And I realize that I'm not consistent in posting a new sermon every week like I have been in the past. Uh, There's many different determining factors concerning that. But I want to teach this. I want to remind myself and others of the great, Love that God has for His people, and He is going to be faithful to His people Israel. Our nation looks bleak. The outlook looks very dim because of our sin and our rebellion. And I asked the question at the beginning of this teaching Has God forsaken His people Israel? And the answer is an emphatic no. He knows just what he is doing. Now, Ezekiel 37. Well, let me say this. Another reason why I teach the Israel message is because it's the story of the gospel of the kingdom within the pages of this blessed black book. And number two, it's neglected in the church. People have professors, pastors, DDs, and PhDs. They give all types of explanations for the Bible, but they miss the greatest story that is contained in the Abrahamic covenant. Like one man said, it's the greatest story never told, never told in church. And I believe that the Lord has called me to teach this wonderful message of the gospel of the kingdom. Well, Matthew 37, we'll tie this together. Verse 11, then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel, the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dry, our hope is lost, we are cut off from our parts. Therefore prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves, and cause you to come up out of your graves, and bring you into the land of Israel." And ye shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up out of your graves, and shall put my spirit in you, the Holy Spirit, Acts chapter 2, put my spirit in you, and ye shall live, and I shall place you in your own land. Then shall ye know that I, the Lord, have spoken it. And then here in verse number 15, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Moreover, thou son of man, take thee one stick, and write upon it for Judah, and for the children of Israel, his companions. Then take another stick, and write upon it for Joseph, the s- stick of Ephraim, and the whole house of Israel. And join them one to another into one stick, and they shall become one in my hand, just like we read in the New Testament. And when the children of Israel shall speak unto thee, saying, Wilt thou not show us what thou meanest by these? Say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Behold, I will take the stick of Joseph, which is in the hand of Ephraim, and the tribes of Israel his fellows, and will put them with him, even with the stick of Judah, and make them one stick. Who's going to make them one stick? Jesus Christ, bringing the two houses together, and they shall be one in my hand. Now, let's jump down to verse number 22. And I will make them one nation in the land upon the mountains of Israel, and one king shall be king to them all, and they shall no more be two nations. How did that happen? It happened because of the sacrifice that Jesus paid at Calvary. The houses are brought together. Caiaphas mentioned it. Jesus said, I have another fold, I'm going to bring in and bring them, bring the two houses of the two folds together. There shall be one fold. Neither shall they be divided into two kingdoms anymore. You see, one, one house now, one shepherd, verse 24, AND DAVID MY SERVANT SHALL BE KING OVER THEM, AND THEY ALL SHALL HAVE ONE SHEPHERD. JESUS SAID, I AM THE GOOD SHEPHERD. THIS IS A BEAUTIFUL STORY, FOLKS. THE LOVE, THE COMPASSION, THE PITY, AND THE COVENANT BOND THAT GOD ALMIGHTY MADE WITH HIS PEOPLE, ISRAEL. He says, I'm going to bring the scattered house back. You see, Jesus Christ is the greatest friend of the scattered house of Israel. He's going to fulfill His promises, folks. And David, my servant, shall reign over them, and they shall have one shepherd. They shall also walk in my judgments, observe my statutes, and do them. You see, if there's no people, there's no need for a shepherd. No sheep, no shepherd. But there are sheep, and there is a shepherd, the Good Shepherd, Jesus the Christ. This is the greatest story never told in church. And who is Israel today? We are the house of Israel. Literal, physical, fleshly Israel, born of the seed of the patriarchs. And he says, My sheep shall hear my voice. That's why we have heard the gospel in the Western world. That's why we have heard the gospel in the West and have responded to the voice of the Lord Jesus. He said, they know my voice. They will follow me. Some people say, well, the Jews or Israel, are they following the voice of the Lord Jesus? Have they heard His voice? No. They said, crucify Him. And they said, we will not have this man to rule over us. That put them outside of the realm of grace. But Jesus Christ, the great Shepherd, He saw His people there in Judea, and He said, this is one fold, but I have another fold, and I'm going to bring them with me. They're going to hear my voice, and I'm going to make one fold, just like the book of Ezekiel said. And He says, and David, my servant, shall be king over them. That means the Davidic line of which Jesus was born. You see, because David was spoken of as the epitome of, or the beginning of that royal line. So he says, one of the royal line, or the house of David, is going to rule over my people Israel. If you have never ordered one of our magazines, feel free to order this. We will send it to you absolutely free. Then we will send you later editions so that you can enjoy the articles and hopefully be benefited by this magazine. We've tried to make it a quality magazine in publication and in the articles, and it's absolutely free to you. So I want to encourage everyone today. Yes, our God made promises that He is keeping. He kept them. He's keeping them now and He will keep them in the future. So be blessed because our Shepherd is coming again and He is our prophet. He is our high priest and He is our King. So God bless each one of you, and thank you, Lord Jesus, for being our Chief Shepherd.